This is the mayor of the internet. And it's that time, baby. It is time for the funniest guy at work. You know that's right. With the great Brandino and Giblet. And here's your host, the man who hangs out in the kitchen and parties, baby, Nate Starr. Welcome, everybody, to the funniest guy at work. I am Nate, doing a very shitty Howard Cosell to kick the show off this week. And uh, this is the show where we uh, talk about the news, pop culture, and everything else that's on our minds. And when I say we, I'm talking about my friends. Introducing first, he is the soul of Motown. We used to call him Brandino, but lately we've been going brevity style. And we've been just calling him Dino. Dino, a welcome, sir. Thank you, and welcome to the FGW ASMR special. For our first scenario, I'm going to eat 74 goldfish crackers in one bite, and we'll see if that gives you the head tingles you want. I'll go ahead and say it. I do have an erection. I've I've made a bit of a gross miscalculation (laughs) because I can't eat. All of these goldfish crackers at once. Uh, uh, <clears throat> this is the hottest podcast we've ever done. Uh, uh, apparently, I'm a super genius because uh, that literally <laughs> made me shut. Okay, I can <laughs> I can talk now. Um, that was disgusting, and I apologize. Um, and if you could see, if you could see the podcast station I'm at, uh, it is literally covered in goldfish crumbs. <laughs> now, how this is training. Uh, for when you do the Triple H Ritz Cracker bit. Yes. For our, it's, uh, um, for our, our Quintuple Diamond member. Uh, yep. <laughs> so Josh Forrester, get ready Patreon. for it, buddy. Patreon. Yep. Quintuple Diamond Patreon member. Uh, yep. Josh Forrester. Or JD. Uh, he's going to be... The, the, golden, the Golden Circle of Trust... The Golden Circle of Trust President. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was gross, but I've, uh, I've always found ASMR videos to be really weird and kind of oddly captivating. Um, even though I don't like, I can never get like whatever they're trying to do to happen to me. It's just like, I, like, I've always thought they're really funny to watch because the people put so much time and effort into these things. <laughs> wow. And everyone I've ever seen is just like, hello, I'm a very stilted British person. Who's going to now try to let you be in exactly inside my mouth because I'm talking so close <laughs> to the microphone. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I was drinking. I wasn't. Uh... <laughs> uh, that was uh... a very pretty still. I like it. Very self-aware. <laughs> the host yeah. of that video. Is... Yep. <laughs> I have my flaws, and I've chosen to embrace them. <laughs> and uh, but you know what? We're not alone, Brandon and I, Dino, Dino and I. We're not alone. No. We also have the brains from DC, the brain supreme. The ladies call him the Spanish fly. We are content to call him. <laughs> In the words of Steve Holt from Arrested Development, Steve Holt! 
Alright. Mm. <laughs> As you can tell, I've already begun. I have already begun Hey What You Drink. <laughs> and I like how you, you, you're bringing your own version of the White Hot reference. Uh, by, yep. By quoting uh, Arrested Development. Now, is that from the new Arrested Development? When I say new, what is that now? Two years? Two years old? Yeah, two years <laughs> Oh man, that season was bullocks, man. Ooh, bullocks. Ooh, hot take. You didn't, you didn't like season four? I did not. I, it had a couple of good jokes in it, but overall, I, I felt like the magic was oh, gone. Oh. I, I thought season, I thought season four was genius. I thought it, I thought it was the, the second best overall season of that program. All right, Nate, you got to settle this one. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot, because I have watched maybe a half a dozen episodes of the entire series. Never, you gotta get out. You gotta get out of there, never, dude. It never grabbed me. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I laughed a few times, but it, um, it was like one of those uh, shows where I'm like, why don't I watch this more? I, I always enjoy it, but I, I've just never, I never really got into it. I, uh, I mean, I don't loathe it like uh, Last Man on Earth. I, which I, I've gone on record as uh, saying that it's one of the uh, least funny uh, sitcoms of the 21st century. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, um, I was running uh, for a little while, I was doing a Walking Dead podcast with my friend Jen. And uh, I had once recommended that Jen watch Broad City, and she did, and she found it terrible. And that's, this makes her the only human being I've ever run into who's had a problem with Broad City. Oh, that show's great. And I thought how can my heart ever recover from this? And now <laughs> here you are telling me you can't handle Arrested Development. This is unbelievable. I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> I, well, actually, I'm relieved that you weren't going to say Last Man on Earth. Uh, oh, no way. Yeah, that show blows. No, but now, uh, Dino, you're a, you're a fan of Last Man on Earth. You're, you, you yeah, are. I actually, I only, I only watched the first season, and I just lost track of it after that, but I thought the first season was very, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was, like, not, uh, like, I'm going to sound like Jerry Lewis. It's not really funny, ha-ha. <laughs> but, I, uh... no, I, I thought it was very funny, and, like, I, 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 I don't know. I thought it was, I, I really enjoyed it. And then I have not seen an episode since the season one finale, so I don't know what happened. Well, uh, for me, uh, what is a which is an odd an alternative events as far as television goes, I really liked the pilot a lot. I really enjoyed it. I really liked it when Will Forte was by himself most of the time. Was literally the last man on earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that stuff. That was. I laughed out loud at the pilot. But then every episode after that, <coughs> I don't know if this was like a joke that I wasn't getting. I mean, obviously, it's not that I'm like, oh, he's not the last man on Earth. That's not the part I'm talking about. Just like right. how the characters all were just like that new style of sitcom where everybody's horrible. It's just everybody like, you, you, mm -hmm. you know, it's like they all came in and they're all like, Arrested Development, the Apocalypse. <laughs> like, or not Arrested Development, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, the Apocalypse. You know, it's a very, uh, it was just... Was yeah, if, uh, if, if you're not, uh, if you're not a huge fan of shows where literally every character is terrible, 
probably don't just just don't bother with the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah. and to a point, I I mean, obviously, I was a fan of Seinfeld, and I was a fan of Curb, but it's getting to the point that that has now become a style, a sitcom. It was, I mean, what made those shows so great and so groundbreaking is because people on sitcoms were likable. You had your lovable stooge, your Cliff Clavins, your uh, Bull Shannons. You had, you know. You had and you had your uh, your lecherous character Sam Malone, Fraser, uh, um, Fraser, uh, Dan Fielding. You know, you, uh, I'm only going to reference two sitcoms. Yeah, Cheers and Nightcore. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's all you're going to talk about is Cheers and Nightcore. You had your bitch character, every, Harry the uh, Hat. Yeah, every, yep, every, uh, every, every sitcom had a black bailiff. Um, <laughs> And a and a blonde prosecuting attorney. Uh, they always had a cast member who died at one point during the series. And, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> just, it's so formulaic now. Uh, no, but I mean, but both were classic, uh, well critically reviewed sitcoms, even in themselves. But they all, you know, they they all had they were they were very um, cookie cutter characters. It's almost like uh, like in. Um, I don't want to go off on a rant here because this wasn't the thing I wanted to bring up tonight. But in um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, is uh, the script for Pee-wee's Big Adventure is actually studied in manuscript writing classes for movies because they literally followed the textbook of how to write a manuscript like to the T. Because it's like the, the movie starts here then this happens, then this happens, and, you know, it's like, it follows a very strict formula if you watch it from a um, writing perspective, and, um, you know, so that is, uh, that, you know, it's just a little, I could go on and on, <laughs> but I, I tend to do that when we get into television, I'm like, no, let's really dig deep and strip away all the fun and fantasy and get down to how it's all a big formulaic uh, writing. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I can listen to you talk all night about <laughs> pop culture shit. Uh, it is, uh, yeah. When you tell people you're a pop culturist, they're like, oh, so you like to watch TV? And I'm like, not anymore. No, you don't understand. <laughs> not, any, not anymore. It's, it's got to be a really good show for me to like it now. Because <laughs> like, I've, I've read just so much I've been given so many books over the years. It is, it's all in my head now, like to the point that people will call me up. I'm like a TV Google for people. But um, uh, let's let's shift gears away from my uh, suck, sucking my own dick about how much I know about television. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I wanted to um, talk about something uh, on the on the program tonight before we get into our our tomfoolery. That I now generally when we talk about the news and pop culture and things like obviously we have a liberal slant on things and we believe that people should be able to live their lives and and be who they want to be and everything and I and I have a kind of a two each their own attitude you know um, except you know don't hate people because of that they're different hate them because they really like Big Bang Theory that's, uh, that's <laughs> my my general opinion but. Uh, the the big thing uh, that came up on my Facebook this week, outside of um, Trump stains, um, is that there has been this new trend 
on Facebook. And I and maybe it's me, maybe it's the people, you know, maybe it's the, the some of the people that I've made friends with through work or what have you. But it's a thing where it'll be a picture of what society considers an unattractive person. Let's say they're super overweight or uh, and they're a lady or a dude. And so let's say it's a super overweight lady and she's in like the tiniest bikini. And then in meme font, formerly known as Impact, <laughs> uh, <laughs> meme font is, is written like, can someone take Marcus? Because I'm pregnant. And so the idea is that you're supposed to tag your friend Marcus and it's like, haha, Marcus, you you had sex with this very, uh, very obese woman in a bikini, and that's that's funny. <laughs> like that's that's the that's the whole joke. And your dead air that you're providing me as feedback right now is uh, is a nice example of how unfunny that is. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> it's. What are you even doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you even that doing? Is, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what are you even doing? What point, what point are you trying to prove? What point, like, what's the, what, what, what are you, why? Yeah. What are you and doing? What's funny about, and again, uh, not to uh, call back to uh, Brandy Dutch reference, uh, it's not funny, haha, it's, it's funny, ironically, that no young people are really on facebook the average facebook user no. is like late 20s to if uh or any indication when i go to uh my hometown you know you're from my hometown if page 11 billion that is yep because <laughs> they'll be like hey do you guys remember cave seven <laughs> we lived in the stone age because we're so old wow ah hey did you guys ever go to Ooklocks for the Bronto Burgers? Oh, I could go for one right now. Uh, oh man, are we like we, we gotta we, we gotta get off of this particular metaphor before we just devolve into this two thousand year old man <laughs> bit? I was trying to be careful. I was trying to be careful. It's a dab dance. The um, but um, so there's no eighth graders, is what I'm saying, on Facebook, like you. There's no. there's no like when I was in the eighth grade, I would probably they're on their they're on their they're on their dang Snapchat or whatever. They're on Snapchats or on on Woofer or or, or Twitter <laughs> or Hooscow or some something that I don't understand. But uh, they you know it's like that's the kind of shit that I would have done when I was a dipshit thirteen year old. You know, to yep. twelve thirteen years old, yep. I would have put like you know. That's a, that's when we used to tell jokes like, oh, I went over to, uh, well, he's Marcus again because we don't, I don't actually know anybody named Marcus. Uh, you know, I went over to Marcus's house the other day. I snuffed out a lit cigarette, and his mom was like, "Who turned off the heat?" You know, because uh, it's so poor they heat their house with a cigarette. With, with a lit cigarette. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and and then my other friends would be like, oh, now. Nowadays, they kids shoot each other. But uh, back in my day, right. we used to... It was a different back time. Back in my day, you really wanted to get someone good. Uh, you told them they heated their house 
with a with a lit cigarette. <laughs> now, see, I like I I don't I find that kind of shit if applied correctly with the right amount of irony and Byzantine structure. I find that kind of shit to be hilarious. Well, I mean, now, if I if I'd say to now. One of my again, you know, we've kind of broken the fourth wall here. Obviously, everyone knows I'm not 28, but if I if I would say to my other <laughs> my other 30 year old friends, like, hey, I went over to your, your mom's house the other day, opened a garbage, uh, they opened a garbage can, and she was like, hey, shut the fridge. You know, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's hilarious because that's fucking stupid, and we 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 all right because it's so <laughs> dumb. It's we get that now, the... but it's like this. Is just it's stupid, not funny. It's insulting. It's mean, and you know it's like there's uh, T- Paul Tompkins once said, you know, like I'll do he'll do a lot of things with comedy as long as it's funnier than it is mean. You know what I mean? Somebody might be offended, but you got it. You can't not ever offend anybody with comedy. It's it's that's just not going to happen. Otherwise, it won't be funny for everyone. And this is not funny at all. It's just mean. These people took these pictures somewhere, hopefully for themselves or for somebody else, and then they got picked up somewhere, and now they're being made into a joke. Now, Ed, you've been kind of silent on this, and that leads me to believe you've been the one putting these all over my wall, uh, all over my newsfeed. The wall is the wall is the old term. Yeah, did for Facebook. Did I go to high school with you too, Ed? Because everybody I'm seeing, I went to high school yeah, with. Uh, you're uh, you you are a big fan of these, I know. Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm full of I'm full of pettiness and hate. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> it's it's just it bleeds through to my See, core. Like, now I want to start a new thing where I want to take like something stupid. Like like the Kool Aid Man, and then tag those like put that person's name in it and be like, hey, I'm I'm really your mom, and then just <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, my mom's not the Kool Aid Man, how dare you? Because <laughs> that they they'd probably literally end up being offended. I like get unfriended by somebody, get like the the hate wall of text in a message, and then you find out you're unfriended and blocked. You know, <laughs> uh, first of all. How dare you insinuate that my mother is the Kool-Aid man? I thought we were friends, I guess, uh, 20 <laughs> years. Uh, you can always, I've known you since high school. And... Didn't, don't, don't you know a brick wall killed my mother? <laughs> my mother went through a brick wall clutching a pitcher of Kool-Aid, you monster. You know, what makes things especially hard these days is that chances are the mother in question is also on Facebook and seeing this. <laughs> And it just creates a whole new dimension of Marcus? awkwardness. Marcus, what are they saying about me? <laughs> Why are they... Well, Marcus, uh, Marcus, I think needs to be her new go-to like uh, in fiction name. <laughs> I really, I really like it. It's like uh, uh, yes, <laughs> it's like from from now on, our fake our fake exemplar will be Marcus. It's just, it's a nice enough name, you know, but it's not common enough. Because I literally, I do not know anybody named Marcus. Although, although Marcus is kind of pretentious, if you ask me, because I would just go by Mark. <laughs> Marcus is our mascot. He is a straw man. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, Marcus is the kind of guy when you, uh, 
or you, you know, gets introduced, you're like, oh, this is Marcus, and then you're like, uh, you someone like myself, and you so go, hey, Mark, nice to meet you, and he'd be like, ah. Uh, Marcus. Uh, no, it's Marcus. Or like, Marcus. hey, Mark. And then he would go, us. <laughs> and then he would, and then he would tag him on Facebook with a picture of a big, uh, with a picture of a big lady. <laughs> and we're and we're full we're fucking sir. We are. Whoa. We, we have stayed too long into this. We have lived with monsters for too long. <laughs> there be dra- there, there be dragons. <laughs> And there's too much alternative reality shit going on in my life these days. It's making my head hurt. That is probably I, I think I think that's an iconic line from video games. Oh, that totally. A war, yeah, war never changes. Yes. Like if you hear that, if you hear that, you know, like you know, you know, you're gonna have to like basically kill a rat. <laughs> At some point in the next four in the next four to five hours, you will be killing a rad scorpion. You know what my favorite has always been? Mine was from Bioshock. Would you kindly? Would you kindly? Yeah. You guys play Bioshock? I, um, oh yeah. I, I tried. I tried. It was. I think right. it was. Uh, That's fair. It was after a, like I think it was after the first Mass Effect, and uh-huh. I read an article. Where um, they were like, oh man, if you liked Mass Effect, you'll like Bioshock. And then I realized that this person needed to be flogged. Because. <laughs> Even I would admit that it's that not, is not really a, a very. They're not. It's not, it's not an Apple It is like. Uh, oh, they both are uh, fake stories. Uh... <laughs> they, both, they both have guns in them, right? You like, you like gun. You like guns. It's like. Uh, I, I remember, like, just getting my ass handed to me, like, right away when I was playing the game. And I found, like, some health. And I was like, oh, nice. And I just shot up because I was like, all right, I'll probably just heal automatically. Like in, like in Mass Effect, I'll just walk around here for a little bit and, and just heal right up. But no, not at all. Nope. <laughs> oh, this is not good at all for me. But I like the idea. I like the steampunk theme. Um, obviously the well-known, uh, the most steampunkiest one with the, uh, barbershop quartet, uh, that is, um, that one is like the steam, like that took the steampunk, like they embraced it at that point, like, uh, just gloriously beautiful video game of steampunkiness, but it's not really my style of game, but the game itself I have mad respect for, so... Um, yeah, all right, know. fair enough. Like, there are just like the people who play like um, your Elder Scrolls and the things like that. You know, I, you know, I'm not a big medieval guy. I like to be able to uh, just shoot a, a rifle. Um, <clears throat> um, it's not medieval. It's fantasy. <laughs> it's not medieval. It's fantasy. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> there's hardly a feudal system in. No, well, medieval, up, I like medieval realized. times when all those cat people be walking around. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's cat, there's cat people and lizard people and elves and um, yeah, it's called others. England. Get a history book, right? <laughs> I uh, I really love the ES games, but uh, yeah, I, like I get that fantasy's not everybody. Like so some people are fucking wi- like wizards and sword guys, and some people aren't, and it's yeah. fine. I mean, and I do have an affinity for it. I I played uh, lots of Gauntlet. 
when uh, when I was a youngster. Red Warrior needs food badly. The uh, you know, and I and I've played I've played simpler games of the fantasy realm, but you know, it's like oh, I just I don't want to wait so long for a you know a crossbow. I want I want to be able to start shooting. <laughs> that's uh, that's just me. You know, I'm not a big melee guy. I like to pick my enemies off. They'll never see it coming. That's how I roll. We just learned something about you tonight. <laughs> That's eh? right. I, I'll get you where you can't be protected. In your dreams. No, I, uh, I I usually play a like a sniper slash assassin class in most games like that, too. Yeah, but I don't sneak. So. I don't do backstabs or anything. If I can't... If... Oh, that's where, the, that's where the fun lives. Sneaking up behind somebody and, like, basically cutting their head off? I, like, I just like the idea of some guys just walking along, thinking everything's okay. He works for the evil king. And then, boom. Arrow to the brain. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> welcome welcome to then... FGW Confessions. <laughs> And then, and then after I shot him, I, then after I shot him, I medievally teabagged him on the screen for three hours, just cause. <laughs> then I ate him because I took the cannibalism perk. You can't actually do that in Skyrim. What? In games like that, for me, I uh, I usually go with the most boring, bland, Joe average character I can, like human fighter, like every time, because I like to let the setting and the other characters of the world kind of wash over me, you know, and not necessarily interact with them. So I usually make really boring, boring characters. Uh, no, I, I mean, I'd say, yeah, like, I, I don't, I would not, I'd probably not play as, like, a cat man or a lizard man. Uh, now, if, if if you do wind up ever playing an ES game and you like to do, like, a, like a sniper build, playing as a cat man actually gets you... Some good bonuses in that regard. Yeah, but you know, it's like I, I'm like, uh, how would I get into the Catman character? But by the way, you have to say Catman because I'm the cat. <laughs> right. Well, the name like, is Keith. You just have to think of it as like the first day of every week, you're gonna have a real bad day, and then you like <laughs> medieval lasagna. That's <laughs> is that a giant spider? <laughs> Garfield also hated spiders, but you know. <laughs> right and you and like if you come across a smaller gray catman you just put him in a box and mail him to abu dhabi there's a jihad between smaller gray catman and uh now i believe uh if i remember um skyrim had somebody made a mod where you could have a catman who looked like garfield you could just do no, that like you can just make it look like garfield from the oh, jump right. I've never tried. I wouldn't know. Well, that's because you, you know you you make it, you make it I, your human yes. your human fighter character named Phil. Yeah. Hey guys, he is the <laughs> he is the wheat thins of characters. I just I just really like and you and I can just picture all you always take the middle of the road dialogue choice. <laughs> yep. I do. All right. So where do you think we're gonna go tonight for tonight's big party? Uh, do we go to the wild club? Do we go out drinking a mischievousness? Quiet in with friends and good tavern talk. Quiet in with good tavern. Oh, you always pick that, Phil. 
Yep. And in an open world environment where people are like, all right, we have all these quests that we can do or we can uh, we can collect all these things. And Phil is just like, we're going straight to the main quest. <laughs> yes, yeah, them side quests is for chumps. Are, are you are you sure, Phil, there could be many powerful treasures to be found? No, we are going straight through this thing. I'm going to beat this game at level 10. <laughs> I've died 75,000 times. <laughs> I uh, just like, oh man, that that man appears to need help. Well, you know what? When we finish what we start, we will go back and help right. others. That was my thing in Grand Theft Auto Five. I uh, I was determined to beat it, and I I just had to keep just barreling my way through the game. Like I, like San Andreas is such a big, beautiful, open world in Grand Theft Auto Five, but I was just like, fuck it, no. Where, where's the next story mission? Just keep going. <laughs> and I just burned right through it. Oh, God. That's uh, that's exciting. That, uh, just imagine just that guy's life. Like, I am. Uh, well, it's, it plays more and more of a movie that way, to be honest. I mean, it does. You know, yes. Same with, like, Sleeping Dogs. If you follow the story quest, you know, you keep the continuity going, as opposed to, like, then you're doing all these other things. You're, like, you don't watch a John Woo film, and halfway through the John Woo, you know, like, he, like, meets the he's, he gets in with the with the lead gang and then he's like oh wait at first i forgot i'd i'd help mrs wu do her shopping <laughs> i have to drive mrs wu's station wagon that is on the verge of exploding to these five grocery stores better better follow the rules you know only now only now after probably over 30 years of playing video games have I finally figured out how you're supposed to do it. You're spo- I figured it out with Final Fantasy 15. What you do is you get to the very last battle, and at that last save point, you stop right there, and that's when you go back and do all the other shit. <laughs> and now you're a badass. Yep. You're a little more... Now, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like you and I have such different philosophies on this because, like, when I play a big open world game, and I'll just use Skyrim as an example because it's my favorite one of those. Like, I'm gonna spend a bare minimum of three or four hours just dicking around. <laughs> like, as soon as the as soon as the first like the, the the like the tutorial mission like stops, I'm just gonna be like, hey, you know what, you know what sounds like fun? I'm gonna wait until nightfall. And I'm going to try to sneak up behind a deer and shoot it in the asshole with an arrow. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna I'm going to do that for three hours. Then we'll get to whatever else happens. I want to be like that. I really want to be like that because that sounds like a lot of fun. But in reality, yeah, uh, in in Skyrim, which is another game I did it in, <laughs> Phil just marches up to Whiterun and is like, well, I, I got to meet this guy in the morning. It's late at night. I guess, I guess I'll go to bed. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> So I actually go to the inn and sleep you know, and, and collect that rest bonus. I, I was I, I, I'm kind of a mix, honestly, now that we're talking here between the two of you, because on the one hand, it, I will I will I will sally forth and I will try to do the missions that I'm supposed to do, but if I'm um, I'll use Fallout Four for an example, if I'm walking through Fallout Four. And I hear some people talking. I'll fucking stop what I'm doing, and go see what see what they're up to, and be like, "Oh, is this a quest? Is this a quest that I can go on? Is, <laughs> can I use some use my my very high charisma because I'm wearing a hat?" And <laughs> and uh, but on the other hand, 
I had a mission in Fallout 4 where they're like, you need to come back at sundown, which is in three hours. So I just went over to a chair and sat down for three hours. I was like, all right, <laughs> sit down, three hours. There we go. Done. Done. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to leave. I don't want to miss anything. Get the drop on them, see? Phil's <laughs> not going anywhere. <laughs> ah, wait, when he walks to the door, he's going to get a bullet between the eyes. Now I want to start a new game of Fallout 4 and actually make a character named Phil. <laughs> Guys, uh, just like, just the... I do th- I do that too, though. Like, I name all of my characters, especially in Bethesda games. They're all just like Dave or Jenny. I took, uh, I made, uh, Fallout 4 was also the first time that I played as a female character. And uh, because uh-huh. I thought that when I, because I, I started out as a dude... But I saw, like, how the opening happens. You know, where you watch the, the family get, get killed and you're out for vengeance. And I was like, what a uh-huh. great Lady Macbeth story where it's hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Because now, you know, now she's you know, it's the woman who's out for revenge. Her son has been kidnapped, her husband's been killed. And now she's just one uh-huh. pissed off bitch, and she is gonna tear through. <laughs> you thought the apocalypse was hell? Find the you know now this one the mama bear wants her cub back, and uh, so it'll be uh, so it, it yeah. was a lot it was a lot better. Wait until you feel the wrath of Deborah. Yeah, well, I went with uh, the name Selena because I had just started watching uh, Gotham at the time. Wow, so I, was, uh, nice. I was like, oh, Selena, that's a good name. She's, she's kind of a badass. So, but uh, yeah, well, what an interesting way that that we got here. <laughs> what a what a, what a uh, journey! This is uh, uh, we what a journey. You found out you you found out some key tidbits about our our off screen personalities. You what, if you, if you um, stumble upon this show, and you are a psych major, message us. You pay. To a paper on this show, and uh, and the and the three hosts because I think we we are all archetypes on our own, so or archetypes. Yeah. If uh, you read Shadow Run, the uh, but uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, this. I just like how we started off with, hey, be nice to everyone, <laughs> and then devolves into no. See, when I want someone dead. I will, yeah. I will, I will sit upon a rooftop and let them think that their world is just fine. <laughs> I don't even want them to feel the hot breath on my neck, on their neck when I slip their throat. I want them to literally have not a moment's notice. And, uh, yep. <clears throat> yeah. What, see, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to snipe them too, but first I'm going to shoot them in the, like in the crotch. <laughs> And then when they stagger, then that gives me the time I need to reload for a headshot. <laughs> yeah, so yours, yours is actually worse. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, my guy's just like, hey, everything's fine. Boom, dead. Your guy's like, hey, everything's fine. Ah, my balls! Ah, dead. Ah, at least my balls don't hurt anymore. Yeah, that's, and his last thought was, ow, my balls. I've played too much Metal Gear Solid because I'd be like, all right, I'm going to sneak up and kill his his posse one by one, stuff them all in the garbage cans, and then shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then, and then, if you do that all within 35 seconds, then a door behind you unlocks, and then there's a pee scene. Because <laughs> that's every Metal Gear Solid game. I, uh, I, I, or I, I'm actually a big fan of doing that in Red Dead Redemption. Uh, is uh, pick like going on like a bounty hunt, and then just picking them all off one by one with one of my high-powered sighted rifles, and then just waiting for this guy to run. <laughs> Because some man, how sick is Red Dead Redemption Two oh gonna be? God. Oh my god! I cannot wait. Oh I cannot wait god. for it. Daddy's gonna oh die. my god! <laughs> it is. It's gonna be. It like honestly, what's really exciting about this is when this comes out, is that the three of us could actually do some online play together, and because yeah, oh, they, yes. they have those yes. fun games like we can do. Yeah, we, we, we can do my favorite game in, in Red Dead Redemption that I made up, which is called Horse Hockey. Um, and what it is is you get two or three people, like, in, and you try to find, like, a small ravine. Um, and then you get to the bottom of the ravine, but you put you put your marker up on the top of the cliff, and then you whistle for a horse. <laughs> and then you try to see if you can get the pile of horses to break the ravine like to to crest the the lip of the ravine, you just oh, keep whistling for God. horses. You're a monster. They're fake. They're fake horses. <laughs> not real. I thought. I honestly thought you were gonna I say like horses. you actually climb a staircase of horse carcasses. Uh, like that's <laughs> how you get. No, them. no. You just, like you just see if you can get them to like break the aperture of the canyon. Oh, <laughs> uh, just so many horses. <laughs> Because you're one of those random people who just happen to be walking by. It's just, <laughs> just why? Why are there a thousand dead horses in that? Oh game? man! Last weekend I was out at Horse Canyon. Oh, that's interesting. What's <laughs> it called, Horse Canyon? Oh, it's a canyon. Go out there. You'll full see. Of dead fucking horses, just like thousands. I don't know. No one knows where they came <laughs> from. No one knows how they got. Well, one person must know, but <laughs> that's uh, it's. Uh, I almost said it's a kooky thing, because uh, Paul Schaefer is the one telling the story, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's kooky. Yeah, it's a... I just hope to get rid of the mountain lions this time, oh. man. Oh, God, that was my that's, least that's favorite the part shit of the game. That's the fucking nightmares. I know, it scared me for real and real life. I, like, the grizzly bears, I thought, were worse than the mountain lions, because, like, grizzly bears, you're, like, you're trying to, like, pump ten bullets into one, and the the one you didn't see behind you, they're like fucking raptors. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah, true. Bears... The one you didn't see behind you just come up and mauls you from behind. It's, but it's like it, the 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 mountain lions then are ninjas because it's like you're on you're on your horse you're just kind of moseying along and you're you're do 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 the um but yeah so you're just moseying along and you're like listening intently because you're like uh, you're trying to find some like you know fucking jack off flower because <laughs> you're like <laughs> one more one more flower and i'm gonna go to bed and then so you're like listening for rattlesnakes <laughs> so your horse doesn't get poisoned and then it's just like <laughs> and then, boom you're fucking the horse is dead you're pounced yeah, upon. Down. You're pounced upon. You're getting mauled. You haven't saved in fucking hours. 
<laughs> like you've done shit that you never thought you'd like you robbed a fucking bank successfully. Like you broke into the bank at night, robbed it, cleaned it out. You have thousands of dollars to your name now. And yeah. uh, you're moseying along. You're just like, all right, I just need to find jerk off flower. And it's off to Betty Bye. And then boom. boom. You're dead. dead. You, you wake up lie. and it's all been a dream. Because there you are in your saloon bedroom. And there's that <laughs> same trashy cowboy who's trying to murder that saloon girl. And you have to kill him again in this bizarre groundhog day. <laughs> Ooh, what a nightmare! Uh, the the mountain lion in the story is the breaker of time. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Th- this got a little too Westworld for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, we have to bring in the sci-fi. It's it's one of the tags on SoundCloud that we use. So it's true. <laughs> we don't have true. enough sci-fi. We talked too much about fantasy this uh, episode so far. So we are I, fan- I, <laughs> Yeah, I apologize. I apologize for getting all swords and wizards on everybody. <laughs> Swords and Wizards, my uh, my favorite Saturday morning cartoon from the 1980s. <laughs> oh God, I wish I wish like there was an actual like good cartoon right now called Swords and Wizards. I would watch every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, this is this is our uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons reboot that we've been waiting for. Oh man, this is it. I'll this is the one. My, my close personal Twitter friend Donnie Most and uh, be like, uh, Hey, what are the chances of you reprising, reprising your role of Eric? But now you're a dad. Oh. Also, sit on it. <laughs> yeah, I still got it. Uh, all right. So uh, I know, um, Ed, you you have a bit, you have a uh, something you wanted to bring to the table that you said is going to really take us back a few years in the world of podcasting. You're actually, it is. It's going to. Are we going? We're going. Are we going the other way you now? Know, you, you said I've done enough revolutionizing. I really, I really, in, to, in keeping in line. With uh, current political events, you said you actually want to bring us back a few steps, and uh, right, you're I'm just gonna, gonna fart. Down you're, you're just gonna fart. You're just gonna fart the song "Happy Birthday." <laughs> I want to go back to the days, which of is Adidas. which is PD now, so we can oh. do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's my thing. It's just a little thing. Um, the Onion AV Club recently released their uh, 40 best TV shows of the year. And I wanted to go over some of the picks I'm on already that mad. list with you, gentlemen. I haven't even read, yeah. <laughs> I haven't read this article, but I'm already mad. Go ahead. Um, I haven't written down the numbers. I've written uh, of the uh, 40 shows. I've written down six that I want to make sure that I got your opinions on before I proceeded, because these are the ones that I really want to watch. I really hope I've seen at least three of these. Okay, here's the first one: Horace and Pete. I don't even know what that one is. Oh, that's Louis C.K.'s new show. Yes, that is Louis C.K.'s I have not, new show. I have not seen it. Yes. What network is that even uh, It's not. It's on his website. Mm-hmm. That's on a TV show. Next. It's, uh, it's, very, it's very Louis C.K. It's very avant-garde. I have not seen it, but I do want to give Here's it a chance. Here's my thing about it's... Louis C.K. I'm a huge fan of his stand-up comedy, but I find his TV shows, that's, I think they try too hard. There, I said it. Boom. <laughs> whoa whoa finally finally someone says it <laughs> do not we're all thinking i don't i'm not a, i'm not a big it. fan i want like i was told to check out uh both of them the short-lived uh, was it showtime series that he had and check yeah HBO. HBO, check out the uh, the fx show that he had 
And, like, I watched them, and I'm like, I didn't find these funny. I found them really kind of depressing. And they're like, oh, well, which ones did you watch? Oh, those were the depressing ones. And it's like, bitch, if I'm going to watch a show that's called <laughs> a comedy, I don't want – it's like that Saturday Night Live skit that they just did recently where there was about the house where everybody was basically horribly depressed and insane, and they called it CBS's yeah. new comedy. Did you see that? That uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that's what it is. It's like that's like to the extreme of curb, where they're just so it's so dark that it's not a comedy anymore. But anyway, that's that's my hot take. Hashtag hot take. That's today's hot takes. All right, here's the next uh, show on the list: Black Mirror. Oh yeah, yeah, pro. Uh, also, pro, again, pro black. technically not a TV show. It's more of a series because, again, it's not on, it's not on TV. But uh, oh, let me let me let me share this story about it. I, I did watch the pilot, and in the pilot, um, the Black Mirror is a show of it's like a modern take on the Twilight Zone, right? Every episode is like its own it's thing. A, it's a tech. It's like and, a tech type Twilight Zone. Yeah, like a like an information age Twilight Zone. The first episode. The British Prime Minister is being blackmailed to uh, have anal sex with a pig on camera. And uh, it is riveting television. <laughs> but uh, the joke was, if if I were Prime Minister, like, you wouldn't even have to convince me. I'd be like, all right, just get the pig in here. Let's do this. Because he spends the entire episode deliberating about it, and it's there's all this shit for him to consider. But with me, I'd just be like, all right, well, you know, I've always been that's a little curious. A, that's what's got the way it's got to happen. Yeah, hey, hey. Uh, hey, tag me, Prime do. Minister. Tag the PM. <laughs> picture of Well, I, uh... Yeah, so Black Mirror. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying Black Mirror. The first episode I, was at least I good really enough to... I really liked uh, the episode of Black Mirror I liked. It's where... I don't want to give uh, the, 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 the end of it away, but this woman wakes up and she only has like the faintest of memories of where, you know, where she is and how she got there. And she's like on the run. I won't give away how it ends, but it's just like such a weird, um, yeah, it's all tech. Everything is like TV, telecommunications uh, related. And, uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, very well done. All right, all right, Brandon, all right. So that is the, uh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror? Uh, no, I have not seen Black yeah, Mirror. It's, uh, it's worth checking out. Again, the, the pig fucking one is kind of out there. You might want to like go with that, like revisit that one after you get like two and three in, and then go back to the okay. one. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, because I was gonna say that sounds a little too wet and wild yeah, for that, me. Yeah, it was pretty. It's wet not and a way wild. to kick off a series. I would. <laughs> If I were to give it my my uh, my jeers to Black Mirror, don't kick off a pig fucking. Uh, <laughs> that's that's just naders. But uh, all right, so uh, all right, so fake show. Right. Uh, so that Black that was uh, Black Mirror. Third one, Blackish. Blackish. I'm pro. Yeah, I am pro. Also, I think, I think it's a very I good. I think show. it's a funny I, show. I, I really like uh, the episode where Anthony Anderson uh, goes to the kids' school. And the first day they're there, they act like he's the just the greatest thing ever. And so then he goes back again, and they're like, "Oh, well, you want a medal for being here?" And some other dad's like, "They got you to come back, didn't they?" That's how they do it. They compliment <laughs> you, and then you come back, and you're stuck. 
So it, it hit a, it hit a chord for me. So, I, right. and plus right. it's a again. I mean, um, it's not like there's like some racially charged or you know, I like I would put it on par with uh, almost like a Cosby Show level. I mean, it, they're they're honest, hardworking family. They don't have ridiculous jobs. Yeah, it's jobs. um. I would I would agree with you know, that. They're they're a family that has normal family struggles and. They don't have to be super urban, and they aren't lily. They aren't whitewashed or anything. They're just a black, successful family. So, I think it's a really positive uh, reinforcement. So. All right, all right, blackish. All right. Uh, the next one, search party. Actually, I've heard of this. <clears throat> uh, give me. I have seen the first episode. Yes. And I didn't like it that much. Despite, and I love. Like I have, like uh, this is gonna say, we're, we're gonna dig a little deep into the into the uh, into the old psyche of Dino here for a minute, but like uh-huh. I've, I I have like a giant crush on Alia Shokat, so um, I watched it for that, and I was oh, she's not a cutie, yeah, she's great, but she's super cute, um, and I was not real, I just I, I, like I, it suffered from, and maybe this is my age, it suffered from what I like to call girls syndrome, where it's like not. The show is more just about like, nah, man, we're twenty four, than about a thing. Right, and and actually the the AV clubs spoke about that too, but they said that um, it becomes so much more than that rapidly as uh, okay. Well, I will will revisit. Yes, yeah. Uh, the meta story about the about the one of their friends that has gone missing. Oh apparently, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Okay, so, I had to look yeah. it up here because I could not. Re- I like. I was like, I know I I've heard of the series. I haven't watched it, but I couldn't remember which one it was. Uh, yeah, that's it. Seemed interesting, but it um, it's like I I always say you know I'm acting like I'm Mr. Television still. I I pretty much only watch Hulu. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it sounded like a good premise. So. Yeah, that's pretty. All right. So the fifth show I've got is Documentary Now. Oh, yeah. One gajillion percent love it. pro. Yeah, that sounded when I heard Absolutely it. Absolutely love like, it. Okay, this is something that they have definitely <laughs> Oh, <seen>. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You take uh, the, the Christopher Guest model and you put uh, the just. And you apply it to pretentious documentaries. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. all the way and in. Then, I'm all the way you in. Got, uh, uh, Bill Hader. Uh, who I think is underratedly hilarious. He was once uh, compared to uh, Phil Hartman and uh, and the likes of Dan Aykroyd and his tenure on Saturday Night Live. And I now see, I, the, like my opinion on Phil Hartman or on, I'm sorry on Bill Hader is this: I think he's Dana Carvey, but actually. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't hate Dana Carvey. Uh, I'm just he's Dana, he's Dana Carvey, but he'll get like he'll yes and Bill Hader will yes he will and. yes and and uh, you know he doesn't do a lot. Uh, he does a lot of characters, which is more Phil Hartman. You know he didn't do right um, uh, a lot. You know even I mean he did some he did uh, some impressions. Um, uh, our one of our favorites here on the show we've talked about is uh, James Carville, and uh, oh god, it's so but, good. Uh, I mean, but I mean, he had the characters uh, even at the roast uh, that he did uh, where he was the uh, the president of Hollywood, 
Uh, yeah, Mort Goldman yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, it was just this old Jewish guy in, a, in the track suit. And, uh, I mean, obviously Stefan, um, which was, I mean, kind of a big hit. But, I mean, I just, like, he does a great job with character work. And uh, then you have Fred Armisen, I mean, Portlandia, uh, all the char- all the update characters he did. I mean, you throw just the mix. Fred, Fred Armisen, who I- I'm convinced Fred Armisen is simultaneously a comedy genius and a psychopath. I'd say high-functioning sociopath, but uh, yes, I, yeah, I, think he's a, I think he's a little nutty. I think he's a little bizarre. Yeah, but yeah. He is the Andy Dick that could have been. Uh, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, if you have not checked out Documentary Now, season two, season two, uh, season two, just yep. finished it, on IFC. It's so good. And so that means it's so that should be coming to Netflix, uh, pretty soon. And, uh, I, of course, will then watch every episode in a row because, <laughs> uh, that's what I did last time. And, All right. All right. And the final show on the list that I wanted to check out, you know, uh, recently I've taken a liking to uh, adult cartoons. I noticed that the highest ranking one they had was BoJack Horseman. Oh, God. BoJack Horseman. Yes. BoJack um, Horseman. BoJack Horseman. Uh, there there was one episode this season uh, where they it was it set entirely underwater and it had very minimal dialogue. Um. And it should win all the awards, like all of them, <laughs> all of them. I uh... yeah, I, I think AV talked about that. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to BoJack. Horseman. I fell off. Yeah, BoJack BoJack Horseman is one of those things. Like Ed, you should totally like w- once you beat Final Fantasy, your next task should be to marathon all. I think I think there's 22 episodes of BoJack Horseman. Yeah, something like all that. Right, yeah, because right. uh, I watched. I watched season one, and I liked it a lot. But Sarah, uh, Sarah didn't like it, so um, we, uh, you know, so I just, just, just fair warning. It's dark. Yeah, yeah I hear <laughs> and that. that and that's me. That's me yeah, saying this. Uh, yeah, Damn. it'll. It's not Louis C.K. dark, but uh, yeah, when you, oh well, yeah, if once you get like when you get vested into the series, and yeah, as from from an from an immersion standpoint, yes, I think it gets very dark. And it will also yeah. make you like like which is dark of me to say, and again a betrayal of my sort of true personality. Now that I've drank a bunch of liquor tonight, um, yeah. uh, it makes you feel a little better about your own personal like brand of crazy. <laughs> uh, when 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 you see it. Like when you see like act, like someone who's more deeply damaged and flawed than you are portrayed in such a gritty and like and I hate to use the word gritty but it's true, um, but like the character just the character of Bojack Horseman is so perfectly done, where he is this really just messed up and damaged dude, um, but also a horseman. Yeah, yeah living in this weird uh... like human anamorph world. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, and, and and also Paul F. Tompkins is in it, and he plays a kind of dumb, oblivious dog named Mister Peanut Butter, and yeah. he's hilarious, yeah. hilarious on the show. Oh, I look forward to seeing yeah. that. 
I do. I do. Well, that's what I get. <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, where did Westworld fall on that list? Because uh, my wife, my wife, uh, and I just finished Westworld, and we both really liked it. It was, it was, it was on the top twenty side. I want to say it was on the top ten side, but I, I don't remember for that. sure. Everything I still haven't got a chance to sit down and watch it yet, but everything. And uh, I, like in in uh, like I'm not trying to brag, but like I, in a long string, like much like Nate, I also like really overanalyze television and read a lot of shit about it. And oh. like I like like I hit like a I hit from like the, I hit like a half court shot three pointer with calling two very key plot points in that show. Cool. And I like and I like swished them and I feel really good about so it. So it's a good All feeling. Right. Show makes you feel a, good. It's oh, a, yeah. It is a good feeling. It, sometimes it's it sometimes it can be bittersweet because yes, when, like when oh you, yeah, when certainly you, when you get that because you're just like well. Like this week, this is what's gonna happen. This is gonna, this is gonna do this, and then it happens, and you're like, "Nice, I called it." But it's like, but on the same side, I don't, oh. I don't get that. Holy shit, back. I don't get to <laughs> yeah, feel that. I didn't get to. Yeah. I didn't get. I you know, I'm I'm too busy being a watu, and. Uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's that's the problem when like you consume as much pop culture as we do, and you also are like super into like the meta stuff about like just the writing and production of it is that once you like, like once you fucking pierce that veil, once you part the kimono, there's, you can't go backwards. Yeah. You'll just, it's just, it's how you are now. And (laughs) you know, uh, like that's why it's like some, like when my kids watch Disney sitcoms, Oh my God, I've talked about (laughs) it before. Like for them, you know, for the, the young, the, the older kid tween age, this shit is right up their alley. It's like easy to swallow caplets. But my God, it's like two minutes in. I'm like, well, let me just write what's going to happen in this entire episode. <laughs> I'm just like, I can even, you want me to put some jokes in here that'll probably show up later? Because this is how it is. It can... Yeah, ex- yep. <laughs> exactly. And like, my wife and I, uh, during the height of the show, for whatever reason, and we were in our 20s, so let's not. Go crazy about it. We're super into the show iCarly on Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, that was a huge and it was one of it was one of it's great because that show and like a lot of the Dan Schneider universe, mm-hmm. like well it, it'll do like the Simpsons thing where it will like lead you along the primrose path of expecting joke X, and then it hits you in the nuts with joke Z. Not even joke Y, joke yeah. Z. Yep. Yeah, that's why I. Yeah, I actually laughed out loud. I used to watch iCarly before Letterman, because uh, on one of the Nicks, like Nick West or something, or like Teen Nick, they would show iCarly yeah. reruns. And I was like, oh great, now I don't have to watch, I don't have to watch the news for the fifth time today. <laughs> yep. Because that was when I was laid up on, or uh, after my knee surgery, so I watched even more television. And uh, but my life. Uh, <laughs> Westworld was uh, came in eleventh on the AV Club's top thirty. That's, a, that's a good rating. I, uh, now let me ask you this, uh, gentlemen, since we're yes. into this TV centric uh, episode, uh, we all know I love Magatham. Have you guys been watching uh, this season? I am so far behind on Gotham. I am one episode into season two. Oh, 
Yeah, I am zero episodes into season two. I just, uh, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with the show. I like it. Just haven't gotten around to watching it. Just, yeah, know, I, I, I really like. I love Ben. I love Ben McKenzie. I think he's very good, and I really like Donald Logue as you Bullock. Mean role he um, was born to play. <laughs> yeah, I really like Donald Logue as Bullock, um, and I I think Jada Pinkett Smith was really good in the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And uh, I I don't I don't remember his name, but the dude who plays uh, the Penguin, I thought he was very good. It's just one of those things where like. I watch the show and I go, this is a great show. I really enjoy this show. But I'm not like, I don't have like the, the internal compulsion to just like, just grind through the whole thing to get caught up. I I, um, I love it. I, I honestly, it has been, I, 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 you know what, to tell you the truth, if I had one knock on this show, it would be that Bruce Wayne is in it. I was what? just about to say, like, I was just about to say that kind of takes me out of it because I like if you're gonna show me Gotham City with no Batman, I don't need to know that Bruce Wayne is a moody thirteen year old. Honestly, like I knew, I knew, I knew that already. That is, uh, I don't. It it doesn't. It's it's not. It's not creating anything. Uh, it's it doesn't it doesn't help with the Batman mythos. It doesn't. You know. No. I mean, granted, poetry. Uh, 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 as uh, uh, Alfred, his Alfred is pretty top notch. I was just about, I was, I was just about to say like Alfred as a surly Yorkshireman is the yeah, best. Going off of the, uh, it's the absolute best. Her Majesty's secret. What you need to do, what you need to do, young master, is buck up now. Are you done crying, Master Wayne? <laughs> Dry your tears, Master Wayne. Be a man. That is, uh, yeah. Like there's. All right, all right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring. Uh, I'm going to bring the state back together I'm going to do one skit and that one skit is going to be a parody of Gotham where every episode is just showing Bruce how to do something iconic that he'll later do as Batman someday like just an endless reel of it it's like and this Master Wayne is how you fire a grapple gun <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you'll need to use a grapple gun someday. that actually came up this uh, this season they uh, he had to walk uh, they they had to walk a tightrope, and uh, he was like, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, Alfred, I did it, I can do this, I did it, and he's like, I watched you, Mister Wayne, you did it <laughs> five times out of twenty, <laughs> and it's just it was just, you can't do it, that's the thing, and uh, that was one of my favorite scenes it was from this season uh, when he confronts. Uh, the board of directors at Wayne Enterprises, a young Bruce Wayne, and this guy stands up and he's like, "I don't have to stand here and take this." And Alfred goes, "Well, that's just it, sir. You do." <laughs> the guy like sat right back down, like he was he just got scolded by his dad. It was uh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Alfred is just a pissed off Yorkshireman. Is is the Fantastic. greatest? Because like I, I like I like Alfred as like. Oh yes, certainly, Master Wayne. I'm 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 a British butler yeah. man. Like I like I, I like that sort of butler, like the uh, the dude from uh, the '60s show, or you know the dude from the first two Michael Keaton movies. Uh, I think he was in the third movie too. He might have been in the fourth. Yeah, one, yeah, the, so. yes, I know who you mean. Yes, yep. Like like he was okay, at, but like I hated Michael Caine. In the dark in the Dark Knight movies. <laughs> what, Master Wayne? What you need to do is be Batman. Yeah. 
That's the point. <laughs> what you need to do is not punch criminals in the face. That's the right. Like, I, like I hated it. I can't do this. It was I can't so. I hated, and I love Michael Caine. Yeah, I understand, Brennan. Keep talking. Hello, uh, hello, TSA. <laughs> I'm not flying on a plane. Why? Why am I? Why are you calling the TSA? I, fly I need, something. I need to be forwarded to uh, the see something, say something department. Just keep going, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, because like like every speech was just like this weird like it was like a four paragraph like bit about how like Bruce needed to find something deeper within himself. And it always just began with, like, Michael Caine just going, Master Mike, what you need to do is find something deeper within yourself. But I can't have you do that because I can't stand to lose you, Master Mike. That's every fucking speech in any of those, like, any of the Christopher Nolan movies. Any of them. <laughs> you know, the kid go, re- go, go rewatch them. You know I'm right. How dare you, sir? They can't all be cocktail, all right? <laughs> He's not in cocktail. That's the guy from FX. Michael Caine's in. That's the guy. From... <laughs> oh, it is. It's... Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy that from FX. Guy. But however, that fucking remember, guy. help me out here. Michael Caine was Mr. Destiny, right? In the movie Mr. Destiny? Yes. Yeah. I, so. I was sure. thinking about this. Why? No. No, Mr. Destiny was James Belushi, no, wasn't it? No, that's the thing. James Belushi... <laughs> Was the guy who got affected by Mr. Destiny? Okay. You know, in this okay. in this basic uh, summertime reworking of It's a Wonderful Life, basically. Yeah. And uh, if you hit that baseball, yeah, everything will everything will be better for you, Master White. You don't understand. I won't. I won't hit another baseball, <laughs> sir. I can't do it, sir. She was three years old. You knew what you were doing. Um, me, I just, uh, but that was the thing, is that, yeah, that was the, that was the Mr. Destiny guy. That was like, he was the one who altered, you know, showed him the true destiny. But if you look at the movie poster, it's Jim Belushi, where, you know, it didn't make, I, I like, I was just, this is what I thought about when I was shoveling my driveway, and I had my own thoughts. Like this is this is where my brain wandered off to. I'm like, why was James Belushi on the poster for Mr. Destiny when Michael Caine was Mr. Destiny? They should have called it guy who was affected by Mr. Destiny if they wanted to put James Belushi on the poster. I guess it's not as catchy of a title, but uh, that's how the movie works. And also, uh, Linda Hamilton is absolutely gorgeous in that movie she does uh she plays the uh his would have been wife but he had, you know doesn't end up marrying her he has the 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 boss's daughter the rich girl in town but uh, linda hamilton does a great job of playing the girl next door when which is an odd thing if you've seen the terminator if you saw like terminator 2 and then saw mr destiny because she's such a badass in terminator 2 with those just like awesome guns from doing all the pull-ups and everything but i i can't ever see linda hamilton without just thinking ron perlman's going to take her to the sewers yep. ron perlman in his <laughs> first movie where he wore tons of makeup 
Run Perlman makes me think of that segment with Phil Hartman where he's just, I hide behind these wigs and this makeup because he's he's yep. Hellboy and he and he was the Beast. Like his two most iconic roles, he has like thirty pounds of makeup on. Let's see, Google. Okay. Yeah, that one time, uh, one time, friend of the show Schaefer uh, and I went to uh, we went to see Alien Resurrection, uh, and. Ron Perlman was in it, and Ron Perlman leads Winona Ryder and the rest of the crew into the sewers, and we both just, like, stood up and just started, like, clapping, like, yes, Ron Perlman's in his element, the sewers. <laughs> That's what he knows. <laughs> He's also in, what, Blade 3? Blade 2? Yes! Where he's part of the... He's sure. in one of them there, he's Blade. In the, he's sure. in the blood pack. He's in the blood pack, uh, the the team that was supposed to be made to destroy Blade, but then end up helping Blade. And uh, in that, he also looks slightly like he's an animal of some kind. But in fact, that is just yeah. Ron Perlman's face. That is, yep. <laughs> that is Ron Perlman, I will watch any movie Ron Perlman is in. Now, you have to be careful. I, I love Ron if Perlman. If you're not listening carefully... You might think that it's Ron Perlman, but it turns out to be Rhea Perlman, uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito's ex-wife. And uh, that is why, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen Caroline. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, like, I divorced her because I needed to make more limoncello. <laughs> All right, so, you know what, let's play the multiverses number one party game here. And uh, we'll just, uh, I've got so much pop culture tonight. Pop, pop, pop. All right, so the 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 way basically we're just gonna go around and talk about what we did there. All right, <laughs> there you go. I'm just not I'm just not into it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't fucking gild the lily. we 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 all know what this is. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? So Gibby, Giblet, what are you what are you drinking over there? Uh, well, you know, I'm not normally a big fan of beer, but I was in the mood tonight, so I've been kicking back with a couple Coronas. Oh, oh are you on vacation? I know, right? Hey, a couple Coronas, you're living that beach yeah. life, bud. Yeah. I know, I find I find a way out of a beer situation. It's Corona. Now you putting a lime in it? Uh, I am not at the moment, but I do enjoy having a lime you know in why? it. Because you don't want to... Why? Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much True. exactly it. I just go with those plastic containers that look like limes and are just full of solid yeah. lime juice. Done it. Yeah, you just gotta do a couple of squirts of lime juice in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a yeah. yeah that's all, you're, all you're doing is well, I mean, the idea is that Corona is a little more bitter, and that's why you put a lime in it to help with the bitterness. But uh, huh. yeah, that's it. I mean, I I have drank my fair share of a ton of Coronas. As as have we all, yes. Uh, yeah. One time, one time I brought uh, two twelve packs of bottles of Corona to a college party, um, and kind of calling back our earlier discussion about eighth grade humor, I, I come up with two free twelve packs of Corona that anyone can drink out of. They can just have Coronas that I brought, and I just got uh, told, "Oh, did you bring some Monastat too, pussy?" <laughs> Like, oh god! Dog, it's free. Like you could have it. I brought it for you guys. Now see, I would have. Now what I would have done, because I'm a right prick, is I would have been like, "Hey everybody, Jimmy Buffett's here." 
He's good. <laughs> see, that's funny because that connects. Yeah. I would have been like, hey, what's up? Hey, how come you didn't bring no margaritas, Jimmy Buffett? Like, just make it like the, the yeah, entire room like, is it, in on it, it when I'm the only person who gets the Right, exactly. <laughs> well, like, that that at least is tangentially connected and, like, not hurtful. <laughs> well, to some it may be. How dare you? <laughs> J- Jimmy Buffett killed my mother. Marcus! Marcus, why are they, ran, why are they talking about Jimmy ran, Buffett again? He ran her over with a boat made out of a brick wall. It all ties back together. Oh, so meta. The show is so meta. So that's what I'm drinking. Now I'm going to say... Coronas. Dino, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking the unofficial fourth man of, of the podcast. Um, and I had this giant grandiose plan that i talked about with the other boys tonight uh over the past few days that like i i have a bunch of carol ann's which is shitty bootleg bailey's irish cream um and my tummy's a little upset today so i went with what i know and i've drank oh boy like out of three quarters of a pint of evan williams since we started recording oh shit um so i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a real fun morning Oh yeah. yeah, but uh, but uh, for the first time in oh shit, I don't know two three months. I'm I actually have the day off the day after we record, so nice, so you can rest it off. It'll be a yeah. day of relaxing. Chill out. I'm uh, I'm 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 wearing my stormtrooper pajama pants, uh, and my entire plan tomorrow is to play a video game where you do farm chores because that's who I am as a human. <laughs> Oh yeah, I read the review. It sounds like it turned out really well. Yep. Oh man, I don't know. I gotta. I can either do laundry or I can get these parsnips planted. That's who I am. That's just that's. I that's an insight. That's, that's an insight into me. That's an insight into Brandino's personality. Uh, five listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learned something about you tonight. That is. Uh, that's uh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh. The, that's what I'm drinking is uh, our unofficial fourth man, Evan Williams bourbon, which uh, I am eternally grateful to Giblet for turning me on to because uh, for bourbon, it's dirt cheap. And goddamn, it's tasty. It's really good bourbon. Right. Yeah, it's, it's too good not to share. You heard it here. Uh, Evan good. Williams. Goddamn, it's tasty. Unofficial fourth man. Unofficial fourth man. You're, it's, a, it's like having a drinking buddy automatically. Evan Williams. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's uh, like uh, Sinatra had Jack Daniels. Uh, Brandino's got Evan Williams. Uh, j- just because I also have like mad heartburn today, so I couldn't drink scotch tonight. Because then I would have like uh, like uh, a xenomorph made of just like gastric juice would have burst forth out of my like chest. Yikes! <laughs> Gross. Picturesque. So yeah. Th- anyway, th- now that you know all about me, <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. So let's throw it. Let's throw. Let's throw it to our host with the most. Naders, what you drinking, oh, bud? Thank you so much for asking. Uh, I'm drinking water. Boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tragedy of hey, what you drinking? Uh, yeah. Somebody's got to be uh, sober. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am drinking. I just. Uh, this is some simple H2O. Well, I you know on the one hand I am off tomorrow, uh, as I am most Thursdays. But um, 
when we record here, but the um, I have a, I, I'm going out for breakfast uh, with my lady uh, tomorrow, so. Uh, oh, fun! Where you are you, are you guys going to Russ's, or do you have to be eighty to get in? I will. Here's a, all right. Let me tell you this: where I live here in Tulip City, there's a chain of restaurants called Russ's, and they, they kind of go around West Michigan, but they're based out of Holland. And someone had the brass balls to tell me that it's just like a big boy. It's not. <laughs> and. I, I've never been there, and I can tell. I already call for it. <laughs> it was uh, like I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So I go there, and it's time for breakfast. And the me the menu is only like they, it's like a it's like a laminated sheet that they hand you. And I'm like, well, but where's the <laughs> yep. where's all my choices? It's it's yeah. it's uh it's soft boiled eggs and toast, soft boiled eggs and wheat toast. Soft-boiled eggs and rye toast for you adventurous yeah, types. Was like, uh, oh, it's like sourdough if you want to, you know, if you have sins to repent on Sunday. Uh, they, uh, but yeah, and so like there was all the food was like relatively small portions. Like there was no breakfast bar, and I'm like, how the fuck? This isn't. Is this like a big boy? This isn't big boy. <laughs> when I was stationed in Honolulu, Hawaii, there was a big boy next to where I lived that was very clearly a Korean restaurant that had been taken over by big boy. And the menu was mostly Korean food. And even that place sounds like it was more of a big boy <laughs> than the place you were. Now, <laughs> let's hang, like, uh, like time out for a Schlitz beer. Um, I need to hear all about this place that served breakfast and presumably Korean barbecue at the same time, because I want to go to there. It was really fucking good. I got to say, once once you get over the shock value, it's it was very good. Like, if I could get some Korean barbecue, like chicken and also like two eggs over easy hash browns and rye toast, that oh, is yeah. like I that's that's. I'm oh, good. That's if, all I would eat for If Korean barbecue uh, was a steam tray at lunch that I could eat all I could possibly stand as a human being, I would actually yeah. my my blood type would be Korean barbecue sauce. <laughs> my, my blood type yeah. is already basically half Caribbean jerk sauce from B Dubs and Korean barbecue. So as if you needed any other descriptions of Hawaii's vast beauty, it is the fact that the streets run brown with. Korean barbecue sauce. Now, like, r- real real fast, uh, my family and I went to Hawaii uh, when I was 19 years old, and I begged and begged and begged to go to a Korean barbecue place, and my parents were like, fine, whatever, shut up. So we went to this Korean barbecue place, and it was also just kind of like a pan-Asian fiesta, where yeah. we had, um, like, there was a hibachi, like, deal at the table where they gave you your meat and you could cook it yourself. Um, So I had uh, spider crab legs, Korean barbecue steak, Korean barbecue chicken, and also, apropos of fucking nothing, (laughs) Eggs Benedict. Oof. (laughs) That is epic. That is an epic Hawaiian meal. It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, man. That 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 is like a Roman meal right there that is uh... yep and then and then we went scuba diving the next day and i was jet propelled farts there it is there it is <laughs> there it is I, uh... yes but we have obligatorily covered uh sci-fi and farts. Not even there. 
Thank goodness. Um, but uh, where was I? I was talking. Oh yeah, we're going out for breakfast. Uh, where I work, uh, we have they often do um, sales incentive games. Like, hey, try to um, you know sell the X amount of you know of this product, or um, you know try to generate this much new business today. And so I did that, and I got a twenty dollar gift card uh, to IHOP. So, uh, Ooh, which fun. will cover uh, literally a third of our bill. <laughs> oh, take that! IHOP. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have expensive. Uh, I have expensive. Yeah, um, I, I would just like two eggs, uh, uh two eggs over easy, uh, and uh, a, a short stack of silver dollar pancakes. Okay, sir, that'll be thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, yeah, yep, 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 it is, uh, I, I have literally said the phrase eggs over easy, like, more times in the past 15 minutes than I think in the past three months put together. Yeah. Right, no, not me. <laughs> I, I only, I, uh, I am very Adrian Monk. I only, uh, eat my, well, I shouldn't say only, but primarily... 99.9% of the time I eat them scrambled unless I get like a uh, sausage egg biscuit from somewhere in which I wonder like what is that over hard when you get it like on a yeah that's over hard yep yeah that's uh see I, I like my eggs over easy and then I put them on top of the hash browns and or toast and you get that like little yolk runoff mm, that's good eats I mostly subsist on chicken tenders <laughs> I've eaten uh, far too many <laughs> chicken tenders. Uh, I do. I also uh, pizza rolls, obviously. Like if I if my family is gone, I will literally eat. I will make something that is able to be cooked and left on top of the stove and then eaten at my leisure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I'm on. Uh... I'm on one of those deals where I can only eat like three, maybe four in a good week egg yolks a week. So if I eat eggs, they got to count, which is why I get them over easy. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got to count. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, this is like when, uh, like I've often said, I don't eat a lot of bread. I don't, I don't really dine on carbs because every once in a while I will eat an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'll drink. Yeah, I'll drink uh, twelve beers. You know, I gotta, I I have the carbs when Nader wants them. Exactly. That's uh, that's kind of my thing. Like I I worked a ten hour day today, and then I went to um, I went to MMA slash jujitsu class and threw dudes around and got thrown around for several hours or for an hour tonight. So tonight is Brandon's carb now, day. Um, while you're there, carb day is whiskey. Do you refer to yourself exclusively as the beast from the east? Oh God, I wish. No, I'm like I'm the only. I, I'm uh like okay, so like not not to get too on the nose with the analogy here. We're gonna part the kimono a little bit. Um, I'm taking martial arts now just because I wanted to, and it felt uh, it felt like it was a fun thing, and it's actually helping my flexibility and balance like a lot. Sure. Um, because I am uh for 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 the listener who doesn't know what I look like. I'm a, a big old gumpy boy. Gumpy boy. Um, <laughs> no, like like for real. I'm like 6'5", 250, doesn't know how to control this giant wreck of a body. 
Um, so, uh, yeah. So I'm ta- I'm taking I'm taking the uh, the martial arts classes, and tonight was jujitsu night. So it was me throwing dudes literally half my size around. I was throwing around like 140 pound 15 year olds, um, and then getting thrown around by the sensei who is my size, has a good 30 pounds on me, and also 40 years of martial arts experience. So. The, the whiskey is a pain yeah, medication right. tonight. Right. Don't, don't judge me. Medicine. Yeah, we're going to judge you. Uh, uh, Gibble and I are really people to uh, to really just stick it to you with your with your choices for physical fitness. <laughs> but no, I, I would highly recommend if anybody's like interested in it, like talk, like ask around and like call the people who run these classes and then find a, find a person who's like, Oh yeah, no, this is just for physical fitness and mental discipline. That's it. And then like, if you're interested in it, go to that person, the person who says this is for physical fitness and mental discipline, go to them. Don't go to the person who's like, we're going to teach you how to like, you know, knock a guy's trachea back down into his lungs. Don't, don't go to that. Don't go to that person. Go to the person who's like, this is for physical fitness Mental discipline, and you're gonna learn some stuff and have the fun. The guy looks like a That's character like... from Saturday Night Slam Masters. Uh, do not go to that show. Ironically, the person who in... ironically the person who instructs me is um, if I had to guess, six five, three ten, missing four teeth. There's a Tai Chi place about two blocks away from me. I've always nice. been tempted to try nice it out. Tai chi. Now see Tai Chi. Tai Chi, I did like a Tai Chi DVD for for a few minutes, but it hurt my leg muscles uh, real bad, uh, like real bad. Yeah, I was uh, going to uh, try the hot yoga, uh, but uh, the problem is oh, just um, just just uh, I'll, I'll rip you my DDP yoga DVDs, and you can just jack your heat up to like ninety five. <laughs> I have DDP yoga. <laughs> That's oh yeah, then know, just jack jack your heat up to ninety five, bro. Yeah. I would like I would like to try it. I think, uh, but the but the the catch twenty two is that if um if I get sweaty, I get thrown into a villainous rage. So uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like, oh man, was it ninety four today? Now see, yeah, it is. And then I just punch a wall. Like, here's, now, now see, here's here's what you can do. Here's what you can do when you can start a new, like, trend is you can do, like, it's like ice beer. You can do cold yoga. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, polar bear. Cold. Okay, so what I need everybody to do is, uh, if you're doing this in your home, uh, please set your air conditioning to 58 degrees. <laughs> which uh, is, like, the very antithesis of what they tell you to do in yoga, which, which is what I find yeah. delightful about that. It's, they're always like... It sounds, it sounds crazy to stretch muscles when they're ice goddamn cold. But... Sometimes you've got to tell your body, hey, you work for me. <laughs> you're going to hear you're going to hear all kinds of snaps and pops and that's perfectly that is normal. Your body bending cut. to your will. In the army we said that was that pain was weakness escaping yep, the body. Yeah, that is a big one that is a fitspiration staple. Uh, yep. Well, then then my left hip from getting jujitsu thrown around all freaking day today uh my left hip is going to be way stronger tomorrow because uh it's in a lot yeah, of pain also what is, that, <laughs> what is that syndrome called the delayed muscle soreness when you overwork your arm domes yeah. baby delayed onset muscle yep, soreness yep, yeah. yeah it's gonna be 
That was the well, first I, time in the army, man. That was the worst. Was, uh, uh-huh. Literally. The 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 minute I walked in the door, I took two Advil. The minute I walked in the door from class tonight, two Advil and three quarters of a pint of bourbon. So, <laughs> oh, I'm feeling no pain, as they say. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a. Well, that's what we're drinking. That's it. That's it. But that's that's uh, that's that's quite enough about me being uh, an old, out of shape, kind of fat guy doing martial arts, because. I feel like a real goober about it. I'm not well, gonna lie. You know what though? I mean, it... honestly, when you when you take a look at like our hobbies and uh, what we're in... most of my hobbies, most of my hobbies directly involve sitting well, down. Or it's just like, uh, I mean, traditionally speaking, like uh, we love uh, television, we love uh, movies, and you know, pop culture in general, and video games comic books and, and reading and other nerd what are considered nerd hobbies so if you feel you're like oh yeah so i like how you're like yeah i'm in my 30s and i'm taking a, a class that's bettering myself physically boy do i feel dorky <laughs> <laughs> well no i i feel really dorky about it because like there's like there's like a, i have to i wear a gi two days a week and i'm just like i have to wash my gi <laughs> So it doesn't smell like an old man. Oh, oh, man, good. That reminds me. Thank you. I was trying to remember what I wanted for tonight's Check It Out. So I will um, thank you. That that actually reminded me of it. You want the listeners to check my gi out? Yes, check out Brandon's gi. It's a a new (laughs) webcam series. Uh, (laughs) It's just me me walking around my house doing um, contrapasso low blocks, (laughs) uh, practicing the form to get them right. Um, And then... You're doing that, uh, like the character uh, from Neutered Man from Orgasmo. Just doing that. Do it! Do it! <laughs> With the big, the big X chops on the knees. It's, uh, it's a good movie. But that's how I might check it out. But uh, <laughs> I'm just picturing it just being like way too That's early. a bonus. bonus yeah, freebie. freebie. But, um, so, yeah, actually we are to that time of the night where we need to start saying our goodbyes. And uh, we are going to tell you what to check out in the weeks to come. I mean, we've done a lot already this episode because there are things in Giblet's uh, little segment there where we talk about some of the uh, different shows that are out there. Something might tickle your fancy. Maybe you liked Louis uh, C.K.'s other shows and say, so now you're going to go to his website and watch this new one. I wouldn't. But... um, yeah, so in the week to come, we're going to be checking some things out. Giblet, do you have something that uh, we should check out? I do. I do. Um, so, as we all know, uh, Star Wars used to have an extended universe that only existed in novel form. Tales from Jabba's And when Pass. Disney acquired... Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and when Disney acquired uh, Star Wars, all of that got deleted basically it got not, not necessarily yeah with a couple um, of notable exceptions but uh yeah not necessarily because the uh the, the hang on i'm I'm, at, I'm like literally putting my glasses on right now so that i can push them up the bridge of my nose um now uh the star wars rebels cartoon which is considered canon by disney features the uh features the character of admiral thrawn which means that the character of admiral thrawn is canon so the heir to the empire series by tim zahn <laughs> which is clearly the best of the star wars extended universe books uh is uh is canon now also thank you okay. hey, is that the uh well, the one that's... from the uh, n64 game 
No, that's Shadows of the Empire with Dash Rendar. Yeah. Um, and that is not canon at this but point. But IG-88's in it. IG-88 is in it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is canon. Anyway, where <laughs> I was going with this is kind of hinted at us a moment ago, and that most of these extended universe books sucked. I mean, they were just terrible. Like it was. Yeah, just, there's like there's like eight good ones. It was it was uh, pathetic, really. I read a handful of them, and they were just. There's eight good ones out of about a million books. Yeah, but uh, now with the reboot and the Disney acquisition, it's a whole new ball game. And I've begun reading a book that is my check it out for this week called Catalyst, a Rogue One story. Oh. It is. The prequel, the official prequel to Rogue One, which is opening in theaters tomorrow. Yes, indeed. And uh, and I will be reporting on that uh, on behalf of the show if uh, the other two guys are not going to go. I will report on Rogue One because uh, my wife. My wife. My wife. Oh man, we need to make the doop. We need to make you doing the doop, my wife, our permanent my wife drop. Yeah, I that might was, be waiting. That was, that was fucking beautiful. <laughs> I might be waiting till my birthday in January to see Rogue One, so I've got some time to read this novel. And uh, I've, I'm about fifty or sixty pages in, and it's good. It's actually it's quite good. I recommend giving it a shot. Apparently, it gives me a and, and already I know a lot of stuff going into Rogue One. Uh, I won't talk about it for fear of teaser or, uh, 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 you know, whatever, <laughs> but, uh, check it out. Star Wars catalyst, a rogue one novel by James Lucino. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, so brand man, Dino, what do you, uh, what do you got for us to check out here in the week to come? Um, now, uh, as we are now on SoundCloud, I have been fishing around SoundCloud for, like, some cool stuff, uh, and I found some really cool chiptunes, uh, which, if you don't know what chiptunes are, they're, like, vid- they're like uh, music in the style of video game music. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, uh, the person I would like you to check out this week, if you're into the idea of video game music, is uh, Zachary Wilson. Which is uh, Z A C K E R Y Wilson. Um, oh, you shared. Was that a Zachary Wilson jam that you shared in the? Yes, the yes, the jam I shared on the uh, on our behind the scenes chatter page um, was a Zachary Wilson joint, uh-huh. um, and it sounds to me like if Mega Man music was also like a club banger. Interesting. Interesting. That would be interesting. That would be. I am in. I am intrigued. So yeah, I'm uh as as a very as a very big like aficionado of old school video game music, um and again we're getting a bunch of insights into Dino's personality tonight. Generally speaking, when I'm doing paperwork uh, at work, which is a big chunk of my job, I I listen to one of two things: '90s girl rock, or video game music. Uh, so so that's what that's what you're working with when you're working with Brandino. Um working with Dino. God damn, I am this is the drunkest I've been on this show in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> All right. So I think it's been I think it's been about 5 minutes. 
Longer than it's been a while. Yeah, it's been. Um, that's boy, that's some that's some comedy bang bang shit we just rolled through right there. The uh, the, the it's been and uh, it's been a while. Uh, um, so I I Scott Ackerman, I apologize. I'm a huge yeah. fan. Please don't. We appropriate. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. And, uh, yes. I tell you what, when we start making comedy bang bang money, uh, we'll knock that shit off. Deal, deal. Yes. <laughs> um, deal, deal. So yeah, that that that's uh that's what I would like you to check out this week. If you're uh, if you're into video game music, um, it's some great great stuff. You gotta remember to share and, that uh, on will... the uh, the show page on the Facebook page. Oh yeah, I will. I will. I will share that. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll post that up. Um, and uh, now that we're SoundCloud members, it's really easy um to do that so i will do that and uh, everybody who's into the show can check that out uh the the track i will share is called stormtop dog uh and it is it sounds again like if mega man was either if a mega man piece of music was a club banger or like the music in a fashion show now you're speaking my language <laughs> designers so so um, designers, designers. Um, so, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I would like you to check out. So Nate, what should we check out, uh, this week, uh, on your recommendation? So on my recommendation, my re- uh, recommendation actually requires a subscription. Uh, oh boy. you need to, uh, be subscribed to the WWE Network. It's $9.99 a month. No commitment. Uh, if you're not a fan of wrestling per se, you know, uh, necessarily, if you're not a, if you're not a fan of wrestling, but you know you're intrigued by it, or you you want to know more about like behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, there's a new series that just came out, and it's in the vein of kind of a um, shorties watching shorties. Um, uh, there's a show on this channel uh, where they tell party stories. Um, Goldie has uh, had me watching it uh, when uh, when I was up visiting the Marquette. It's just, it's an entire network made for people who get high. <laughs> it is, it, it literally, there's a show where these this group of people get high and watch Ancient Aliens on this network. I wish I could remember the name of it. I'll have to I'll have to get that from Goldie. But that's that's what they do on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. But in, in, in veins of those shows where people are telling a story and it's been animated, there's a uh, new series on the WWE Network called WWE Storytime. And what it is, is each episode, episodes are like 12, 20 minutes long at the most, I think. And they got a bunch uh-huh. of short little animated stories of just back in the day or just like a little peek behind the scenes and um like one i don't want to spoil them all but one of the ones uh that i enjoyed is where they talk about the bullet club um as uh gallows is uh outrageously tall he's like what six eight or something yeah he's he's a big he's I mean, a big he's man outrageously tall you I mean you know the and you can't teach that. <laughs> Wrong team, but uh, the, uh, but yeah. So he's uh, you know he's really tall and he's always banging his head on shit. 
And um, so Anderson was telling, you know, they were they're both telling the story and how they were traveling with AJ Styles this one time. And uh, AJ and Anderson are in the car and they hear this thud. And Gallows had banged his head when he was in the trunk. He, like, stood up too fast and banged his head on the hood, on the top of the trunk. And uh, oh. what makes me laugh is that uh, Anderson's like, you know, he gets, you know, Gallows just gets really mad when, you know, he, he gets, uh, when he bumps his head, you know, he gets all purpley mad. He's just enraged. So you just kind of <laughs> leave him alone for a second and he'll calm down. But AJ thinks it's the fucking funniest thing he ever did see. And so he just keeps laughing. And, he, and they're just like, and he laughs this like high-pitched southern laugh. <laughs> and so they're just like, he's just like, <laughs> And so what's great is that, because remember, uh, the, the, it's an animated, they're little cartoons. And so... Yeah, they're doing like animated... Yeah, and it's... Yeah. They dress AJ uh, AJ Styles up like in this Colonel Rob Parker, uh, Colonel Sanders nice. fair, just like slapping his knee. And uh, so they're talking about like and how now Gallows is just furious because he's because AJ won't stop fucking laughing at him with this you know and his head fucking hurts from hitting the trunk and. Uh, and then all these people are gathering around to watch this uh, this guy laugh at this giant man. And uh, Gallows gets so mad, he turns around and he kicks the car. And apparently he kicked it in such a way that the shocks, like he kicked it like as hard as he could. And the shocks like sprang the car to the left and the, or the suspension. And it flung the car back and the car smacked into him. And so it knocked him over. <laughs> And just made AJ laugh all the more harder, and it was just like just like the worst day for Gallows. Ah, uh, but man, God, their impression of AJ Styles laughing just—it uh, killed me. <laughs> and again, having him dress like like they had this like the long hair and the little tiny beard, but like Colonel Sanders clothes and uh, holding a uh, holding a three X jug while they. <laughs> just a, and he was like on a nice. rickety front porch. It was just like, let's put as many southern stereotypes in this uh, in this quick little ten second cutaway. And uh, so I mean, it's full of that stuff. And like, oh, you you get into like older things, like with the APA during the Attitude Era. And I mean, it's super short. I watched it with Doc. Um, it was like they said it would had like parental guidance because they talked about. Um, women and you know uh may young uh because you know of all the crazy shit she did during the attitude era uh but i mean uh-huh. it's super tame and it but it's just it's just a really good quick show and you know it's perfect for short attention spans um and the other thing i want to talk about uh, i had a bonus for you uh i downloaded this app i read about uh when i said read about watched the video on uh from the bbc yeah. And it's called Blippar, B-L-B-L-I-P-P-A-R. What, is somebody sanding something? What are, are we on the set of this old house? What was that? Huh? Is that me? <laughs> so, like... It, it, uh, it wasn't me. 
Uh, it was probably me. Oh, you, Sorry. You, you, <laughs> I'm I'm whittling some stone, some woodwork. Yeah, you do it. You get out your pet egg. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's this uh, thing. It's called uh, Blipar. Again, that's B L I P P A R. It's a free app, and it utilizes your camera. And it's in it's in kind of a beta stage right now. But you can go around your house, and you can just like. It'll scan things, and once it finds it, it'll it'll find something like a color that you're scanning, and it'll um, it'll give you suggestions of things like to buy or to look at. Like I scanned my kids' faces, and it said youth, uh, child, uh, blonde. I mean, uh, and if you were to scan like uh, if you talk to a person. Uh, you know, and they have a, a strong web presence, it would actually bring them up. You know, like right now, I'm using yeah. it right now uh, on my phone while I'm talking to you guys, and I'm scanning a lighter, and I have equipment, bar, uh, you know, uh, tools, uh, you know, yeah. so I mean, it gives you, it just kind of like runs through. Okay, that, uh, that makes me feel really better, because when you said you were using it while you were talking to us, I thought you were going to say, it said jabroni, it said candy ass. <laughs> it said fart face. It said asshole. Uh, it said uh, poop monger. Uh, poop monger is a legit insult. Monger. Uh, so yeah, but uh, yeah, check that out. That's just kind of a fun thing, uh, more to show like how... Uh, which ties into the book that Giblet talked about in the episode uh, last week. Um, yes. Uh, called Ching Chong. Uh, the episode Ching Chong. That we, uh, <laughs> and uh, or maybe I'll call it Ching and Chong, so that way they think it's like a cheap and chong send up. But um, anyway, so that's the, uh, you know, it's just a fun uh, app to kind of show where we are with technology. So uh, I would, I would highly, yeah, just for funs, check it out. So, all right. All right so uh, there's some things. Again, we have uh, tech, we have uh, books, we have movies, we have television. It's all over the map. Uh, so there's plenty, there's plenty in the world of pop culture that uh, we three gurus, um, you know, we spent our life doing this. So you're welcome again. <laughs> We're not some, we're, you know, we're not some jabronis here who think the funniest show on Fox ever was uh, Till Death. So, oh God! <laughs> but uh, never. <laughs> Brad Garrett at his finest, said Brad Garrett's mom. Uh, all right. So on behalf of uh, the great Brandino, aka Dino and Giblet, this is Nate saying, "Have a great week, and we'll see you next time." <laughs> Uh. These are global jokes. I don't know. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. Uh. I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody, I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. I'm happy-go-lucky, women call me plucky, I don't care, I don't care, I don't, he does not care, I don't care. Look out, Hank Mancini, here comes Eeny Meeny, I don't care, one more time, no, I don't care, I don't care.
hate you, I don't care. We're gonna kill you, I don't care. Bing, bing, bing. Zoom, zoom, zoom. This is stupid, making noises on the show. That's not right. Why do you do this to your father and I? Good night, ladies and gentlemen. You've been great. Thank you very much.